Hey everybody, everybody. God bless you. God bless you. This is Dr. Lee Martinez, and I want to welcome you once again to the How to Live podcast, How to Live in Freedom, everyday podcast where we talk about and we dissect and we are transparent raw about walking this thing called life out but walking it out in the spirit the word of god says paul said that if you are to live in the spirit you need to also walk in the spirit and i'm so excited that you are here with us to continue on our journey as we talk about how to life from pride that's where we are right now and today um i want we want to get into the symptoms of pride but before we do that i want to make an announcement i am super excited because before we started this journey for on in podcasting we we prayed seek the face of god and we planned we planned out the not only the next coming weeks but the next coming months and even years when it came to this platform because we believe that the lord was really going to use this platform to reveal himself to speak to people and to really break chains and bring freedom and this coming week i am super excited because we're going to start uh, we already started the journey on how to life and as we spoke in the first episode we're going to use this as kind of like a podcasting channel and we are about to embark on our next journey this coming week which is the upside down which is speaking about the spirit realm spiritual warfare deliverance the kingdom of heaven intercession uh, intercessory prayer everything that has to do with the spirit realm we're going to be talking about uh, testimonies of, of times where the Lord has used me in deliverance and different things that I've seen in different parts of the country. We're going to be bringing in people, prophets and, and ministers, apostles that operate and, and God uses them in the spirit realm. It's going to be, man, I'm excited. I don't know if you hear it in my voice, but that's just my type of thing. That's just, you know where my juices flow it's 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 where my calling is and i am super excited so look for it turn on the notifications for how to life podcast is going to be right here on this very channel but when you go to it you're going to see a different flyer on it and it's going to say the upside down uh you, you should be able to see my little uh, cartoon that we created for me and uh, but stay tuned stay connected and we're going to try to be able to come on uh, at least twice a week. One for how to life to continue, you know, down this path and down this road. And second, uh, for us to be able to go down that journey of the upside down. So I'm super excited. So let's get into this week's uh, podcast. And we're going to continue down the how to life from pride. And we're going to be speaking on 
the symptoms of pride. Now, if you have the ability to do so, I know that some of you are listening. I'm in your car as you're driving, so don't do it. But if you are in your home, if you're in your bed, as you're listening to me, I invite you to grab your Bible app just so that you can read along with me and that we can kind of like be on the same page with that. But this week, what I want to do when it comes to the symptoms of pride, I want to use a Bible reference. Now, the first thing I want to tell you is that if you're going to go down this journey, right, of how to live in freedom every day, one of the very first things that you're going to have to crash into and really deal with is the fact that you really got to get over putting the blame of your condition on everybody else. Now, let me, let me, let me be clear. There are things that you've been through. There are things that you have experienced. There are traumas that have affected you in a deep way that they were not your fault. They were done to you. They were done to you. There were things that it could have been in your childhood. It could have been in your youth, in a marriage that you were definitely a victim. But if you are here and you are looking and searching on how to walk out of living that way, then you must come to the conclusion that I got to start doing some things differently. And before you can do some things differently, you have to think differently. The Bible says that as a man thinketh, so he shall be. So before you can do anything, you have to deal with it first at the mental level. You have to deal with it at the spiritual, psychological level. And the first thing you have to do is make a decision that I will no longer give the people in my life or that were in my life that created these traumas, that did these things to me, I will no longer give them the power to dictate if I get to grow or get to go to higher places or stay stuck where I am. And under that understanding, the first thing you have to do is make a choice. I am going to go down this journey, not only with how to life, but if you're part of a church with your pastor, in a ministry, in your prayer life with God, in your seeking God, you have to make a decision that everything that I am going to do, everything I'm going to hear, if I'm going to be on this podcast is because what I'm going to hear is for me. It's not for the person that did me the wrong. It's not for the one that mistreated me. This information, this revelation is going to be for me. It's going for me for my walk. I am going to get over the thought process of, well, I'm not the problem. And if I do this, then it's just going to open the door for them to step on me even more. 
You got to get over that. That's one of the things. And I'm going to tell you something strong. That's actually a sign of pride. That's actually a sign of pride. Because one of the things that Jesus did was that although he was God incarnate, the king of kings, he allowed himself to be on a cross and be spit on. Those that he healed, screaming crucify him when he was in, uh, in front of them through Pontius Pilate. They put a sign over his head, mocking him, king of the Jews. Even before he went to the cross, the Bible says that there was a, 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 a time where he was in a room and somebody all the way across the room said, what, when has anything good come out of Nazareth? So we got to get over ourselves and we got to get over the pride. You know that many times it's, it's crazy, but many times God will put us in situations and in circumstances to actually check and to actually for our pride to manifest so that we can realize that we need freedom from it. Okay. So the first thing we have to do is have a mindset of I'm here for me. I'm not here for my husband. I'm not here for my mother. I'm not here for my father. I'm not here for my ex-husband. I'm not here for my ex-boss. I'm here because I want to walk this thing out. So with that being said, I want to talk today based on Isaiah 14, 12 through 14. And we want to go here because if we're talking about pride, I think it is appropriate for us to go to the place where pride was birthed. The first time we see pride, right? And we see it manifest for the first time through Lucifer. And we find these passages in Isaiah 14, 12 through 14. And I'm going to just read them to you. And then we're going to get into some things. And I'm going to try to, to not be so hard. But this, man, this is why I love this podcast thing, man. Because I we could just give it like we feel it. Like Bishop Nojo says, can I preach it like I feel it? Um, so verse 12 says like this, how you are fallen from heaven, O day star, son of dawn, how you are cut down to the ground. You who laid in the nations low. You said in your heart, I will ascend to heaven above the stars of God. I will set my throne on high. I will sit on the Mount of Assembly in the far reaches of the north. I will above, I will ascend above the heights of the cloud. I will make myself like the most high. Now, the first thing that I want to show you, okay, 
and if you're writing some stuff down or jotting some things in your in your mind i want you to realize right the first symptom that we see is the symptom of i will is the symptom of i will what do i mean by that well notice that as lucifer is operating in pride he sh he speaks a language of i will i will ascend i will exalt i will also sit i will ascend i will be like and one of the main symptoms of pride is when you shift into a mentality and a a perspective that's the word i'm looking for a perspective of i do i'm doing notice that lucifer says i will god says i am lucifer says i will god says i am jesus said i am i am the light of the world not i will be the light of the world or i will be a light to the world i am the light of the world the burning bush speaking back to moses says i am who i am okay when lucifer walks into pride he walks in with a language of i will in other words i do so one of the main symptoms of pride is that when you are looking at life looking at your relationships you are judging the relationship you are ju judging the circumstance judging the, the the situation or the condition of that particular relationship through the eyes of what you are doing of what you do and what happens is that you begin to look at it from the eyes of what i am doing then is not being appreciated what i am doing is greater than what everybody else is doing what i do has a greater impact than what everybody else is doing okay this happens in marriages when pride comes in you tend to only see what you are doing and not only what you are doing but that what you do is greater than what your spouse does you give more value to what you do why because pride does not allow you to walk in who you are rather than it makes you walk in what you do okay now when you allow pride to walk in you begin to operate in the i do it's a problem because the bible dictates and says this that the greatest of you is the least of you okay 
that we are called to be servants, right? We are called to be servants because we are also sons and daughters of God. So when I am a son and daughter of God, I serve because I, because he is my father and I am a son in this house. And I don't mean the church, please. I don't mean the church. It's not what that's talking about. It's talking about in all your aspects of your life. So when you are in a marriage, when you are in a relationship, in, in a parenting relationship, right? You are there to serve. And if you are full of pride, then you will have a posture of being served based upon what you have determined that you do. And because you determine that what you do is greater and more important than what everybody else does, you now are in a posture of not only I'm waiting to receive, but even when you receive it, it will not be satisfactory to you. Man, this is good today. This is good today. It won't be satisfactory to you. So that's why, you know, you're in relationships that people are like, even stop doing things for you because you're never happy. It's never to the level that you think that it should be. And again, this is why I love this podcast, right? When, when I preach, I was, um, taught when I went to, and I, and when I preach, I do it right. Um, we say we, and we say things like that so that people won't get offended or feel like you're being, you know, singled out, but you know what? This is a podcast. This is a podcast. So you know what this means? This means that you decided to jump on with me. So you know what? I am talking to you. <laughs> you know, I love y'all, but I'm talking to you. So I'm going to say you, right? I'm going to say you. It's why you are never satisfied with the effort that people put forth. Because it's not enough. It's not enough. So we have a posture of I will. Now, I, it, 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 this has to do with what we're talking about, but I want to just insert this in here. This is also why I'm going to be real clear, right? I believe in affirmations. I do. You know, there's some affirmations that I do. But I don't base my whole my entire day and what I do in on affirmations, number one. And number two, I'm very, very careful on what affirmations I'm using. And let me explain why. Affirmations can be a way where you can stand upon the word of God and what it declares upon your life. 
but affirmations can also be an open door to pride. Okay? What do I mean? Because if your affirmations are full of, I am the greatest. I am better than everybody else. I will. I will. I will. I will. I will. I will. I will conquer. I, I will take over. I, I, I will be the best. I will. What does that sound like, y'all? Ooh, I'm, I'm, I know I'm ruffling some feathers. What does that sound like? If I, if, if, if I just said that, what does that sound like? I don't know about you, but that sounds like Isaiah 14, 13 through 14. I will ascend. I will exalt. I will also sit. I will ascend. I will be like. Ay, 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 ay. So when I do my affirmations, I don't say I will. I say I am. I am more than a conqueror through him that loved me. I am a son of the most high God. I have an inheritance. See the difference of those two affirmations? So the thing is, is that in our walk with God, one of the things that we have to detox from and we have to really purge is things that we have taken concepts of the world and tried to make them spiritual and connected to God. And we have to make sure that those things are not open doors to things like pride. So the first symptom I want to talk to you and, and that you need to write down is the I will symptom, the I do. If you look in your life and, and, and my stomach just grumbled. I hope it didn't come out on this condenser mic. It probably did. <laughs> I, I, right after this podcast, I'm going to go and I'm going to feed myself, y'all. The first symptom that will let you know that there's pride in your life is the fact that you're looking at everything from that lens because at the end of the day, you're supposed to be a servant. Even as a husband, the Bible says that, that you are to love your wife the way Jesus loved the church and gave his life for it. So I have taught in the past that you as a husband, your first job is to be a priest, right? But even before being a priest, you have to be the sacrifice because what is a priest without a sacrifice? Come on, somebody. Ooh, that was good. So the first thing you need to be is a lamb. You be, need to be a sacrificial lamb. When you are a lamb and you are a sacrificial lamb, then you get promoted into being the priest. And then when you operate within the priesthood, when you get home, you have a willing wife and a willing children waiting for you with the king's robe at the door to give to you. They don't want to withhold that from you. 
especially if you married somebody that understands and is connected to God, that loves God. They, listen to me, I don't care that we live in 2023 and strong women and feminist women and feminist movement. At the end of the day, I'm telling y'all that women want a king. Am I right, women? Let them know. At the end of the day, they want a king. The thing is, is that before they can king you, they want to make sure that you're a priest. And before you're a priest, they want to make sure that you've been a lamb. But because we operate in pride, we think that we automatically get the crown because we put the ring. Because we put the ring on the finger, we automatically get the crown. No, it's a process. It's a it's a play, it's a it's a process where you you show that you are a a lamb, and by being a lamb, you become a priest, and then by being a priest, you become a king. But you become. You don't do, you become. You become. Us as parents, we always want to talk about, oh, our children need to honor us. Nah, listen, the Bible says honor your mother and father. What that means is that it doesn't say parent. It says honor your mother and father so that your days will be longer. So this means that even when I get married, I still honor my mother. I still respect her and I honor her. I still honor my father. But I don't honor them because of the job that they did. See, this is what pride got us all messed up. We Because pride will have us operating that every decision we make is based upon what we're doing and what people are doing or not doing. And in this walk of life, if you're going to live in freedom every day, you don't honor people based on what they do or not do. You honor people based on who they are through the eyes of Christ. You don't honor your mother and father because of the job that they've done or the lack thereof. You honor them because of the position that they hold as the vessels that God used to bring you forth. That's the honor. That's the honor. That's where you honor. That's why you respect. Now, does it mean that you submit to it? No, you're grown up. That's it. You don't cleave to them anymore. They don't have power over authority over your decisions. But you honor them. But I'm telling you that we've allowed circumstances, we've allowed trauma that rather to give it to God in order to cope with them, we've allowed pride to enter. And this is why we find ourselves in places of offense. We find ourselves in places of hurt. Oh, this person hurt me. This person offended me. No, they didn't offend you. Is that you're not dealing with your pride. Of pride that you have placed based on a defense mechanism to your trauma. Give it to God. Give it to God. So your first symptom is the I will, right? 
First one, it says is that I will ascend. One of the symptoms of pride is the addiction to elevation. I'm going to say that again. One of the symptoms of pride is the addiction to elevation because you find your identity in elevation. I am great because I'm above everybody else and I must continue to be higher. Right? This is something that has seeped into the church is why one of the things that we see in church is the false teaching of that the fivefold ministries is somehow a ladder of success that you start off as <laughs> you start off as an evangelist and then you get promoted to a teacher and then from a teacher you get promoted to an evangelist oh, i'm sorry you go from an evangelist and then from evangelist you get promoted to a teacher and then from a teacher you get promoted to a pastor and then from a pastor you get promoted to a prophet and then after you've been a prophet now finally you get promoted to being an apostle and the five-fold ministries are not a ladder of success but pride has made it so we do the same thing in the functionings of the church where there are positions that have more honor right like the bible says that the teacher should be given double honor it's funny how we ignore that part huh and we don't have a lot of people that want to be teachers but it says that teachers should have double honor so we have an, the second symptom of pride is the addiction to elevation to ascending and i don't mean seeking more but what is the what is your motivation behind what you're doing why why do you want to be elevated because if i am going to operate outside of pride then when i am seeking to be elevated number one it's gonna be because it's the will of god god is this your will for me to go there it's not well it's going higher so it has to be the will of god eh, wrong wrong god what is your will is your will for me to ascend or is there right now do i need to descend because there is a place in the dissension that you need me to cover when i was only doing pastorship work and i had a and i was and i had my church many days many times i would get to church at 4 30 5 o'clock in the morning and i will go and be in the presence of god just praying man in the i had so many wonderful experiences 
I, I, I experienced angels and the voice of God speaking audibly. But during that time, what I would do is that I would fix the chair. I would clean the church. I would clean the microphones. I would fix the kids' room. Why? Because I needed to make sure that I checked my heart at the door. And that I always understood that I was a servant. And not for everybody to see me. A lot of the times I was there by myself or I would wait till everybody cleared. But the point that I'm trying to make to you is that sometimes there's a dissension. You have to descend. You have to come down. Because there's a place, there's somebody that the Lord needs you to touch. And our pride is always, I want to just go more up. And I want to be higher than everybody. And I want to be better than everybody. And I want to be have a higher position than everybody. The third symptom, I will exalt my throne. Listen to me. Another symptom of pride, and this is going to be, this is going to be heavy. Is if everything you do is because you want it to be acknowledged. And that when you do something and it's not acknowledged and you start losing your mind. If in every argument that you have with your spouse is going to be based upon you not being acknowledged. And let me tell you something. Just because you take out the word acknowledge and you insert appreciate it doesn't make it any different. It doesn't make it different. What you're doing is that you are justifying your symptom by changing the word acknowledge to appreciate it. And don't get me wrong, especially if you're dealing with someone that has pride. There's some of y'all that are dealing with being underappreciated. But the fact that you have an urge that in every argument, it's what comes out and when it's what you say is a symptom that you're dealing with pride. If in every conversation that you have in your job to your children, you got to let them know everything that you're doing and that if you don't get acknowledged for everything you're doing, you have symptoms of pride. You have symptoms of pride. I will exalt my throne. You cannot think that you are doing things and then saying, I'm doing it unto God and I'm doing it for the glory of God and then not get acknowledged for them. 
Somebody didn't say anything from the front. Somebody didn't say anything from the microphone. You didn't get a call. You didn't get a... And... And then say that you did it for the glory of God. And then when you don't get that acknowledgement, you lose your mind. You're dealing with pride. You're dealing with a spirit of pride. The next symptom, I will also sit. When we talk about sitting, we talk about a posture of, of receiving. A posture of being served. One of the symptoms, the next symptom of pride is when if you are operating in a level where you are feeling and believing that you need to be served, that you are worthy to be served, that you need to be served above everybody else around you. People, the word of God says that we are to honor our mother and father. But do you know that it also says not to bring your children to anger? That we are not to bring our children to anger? So even in our parenthood, we're not called to be seated so that we can be served. Number two, I know we come from a lot of different cultures, right? And the Bible says, you know, like I said, to honor your mother and father. But me as the father, that Bible verse is not for me. Let me tell you something. That's another thing, right, about pride. It's so funny to me how many of us read and interpret the Bible. I'm going to say something to you that you might not like, but it is going to bless you. <laughs> if there is a Bible verse that says husband and you are a woman, mind your business about that verse. If the Bible verse says wife, and you are a man, mind your business about that verse. Because all it's going to do is open a door for you to get pride. When you are reading, the Bible itself says that it is a mirror, right? It, it, James says that, the, that, that, read, that reading the word of God and not being a doer of it, is like a man that looks at himself in the mirror, sees his reflection, but walks away and forgets what he saw in the mirror. So the word of God is a mirror. The word of God was never meant for you to read it and interpret it for somebody else's life. That's you reading and, and interpreting the Bible under pride. And that's why y'all get into arguments and be like, but... The Bible says you're supposed to be a priest. Why are you ain't being a priest? And then the other one, the, the, the Bible says that you're supposed to be a, a, a fragile woman. You ain't no fragile woman. Or you're supposed to uh, 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 be submitted. I'm the head. And, and using all these Bible verses to be able to tell other people about their condition when the Bible was never meant for it to be used that way. The Bible was meant for you to use it to look at your own condition. Right? And then the Lord has assigned preachers to where he reveals his word 
And when he reveals his word, it first convicts them. And then once it convicts them, they must now live, preach that word. And it is why we use references like we, because believe me when I'm telling you, it's for me too. But another symptom of pride is when we take a posture of sitting. I'm going to sit because I'm here to be served. I'm in this relationship. I'm in this place. I'm in this situation because I am here to be served. Okay. Then it says, I will ascend again. But listen, the first one says, I will ascend into heaven. Then it says, I will ascend above the heights of the cloud. So another symptom of pride is, like I said before, that you, you, you have a, an addiction to elevation. But another symptom of pride is that you have an addiction to always be able to look down at people. You find your identity in looking down. Oh, Lord, this is good today. You find your satisfaction in looking down. So your motivation to elevate is simply to be able to look down so that nobody can ever put you in a position of you looking up, of you being corrected, of you being scolded of you uh, being rebuked i'm gonna ascend above the heights of the cloud i'm gonna be above everybody so that no one can ever think that they are above me that they can correct me that they can teach me that they can rebuke me and lastly He said, I will be like the most high. The last symptom that I want to talk about pride is the hunger to. One of the symptoms is that you want to do everything that you do. And I'm going to say something strong. But again, I'm only giving it to you. You do what you want with it. It's the hunger to be worshipped. So the thing with pride is that it goes through these levels that if you don't deal with it, it'll start eating up at you deeper and deeper and deeper. So you go from a place of wanting to be acknowledged Pride is never satisfied. So going from acknowledgement, you now want to be worshipped. You now need to be spoken to a certain way. You need to be addressed a certain way. When you come in through the house, everybody has to act a certain way. There has to be a certain level of worship and quote honor because that's not honor but how dare you even approach me like that 
you ain't at my level to even try to address me. I will be like the most high. I will be worshipped. I will be adored. Everything that I do will be for that. These symptoms are there to be able to wake us up. To be able to reveal themselves to us. And we connected it to the word of God. So that you're able to go and allow the word of God to be a mirror to you. I spoke to you in the past episodes what pride almost did to me. Pride had me in a fetal position in an empty walk-in closet at four in the morning crying, realizing that my house, my, uh, my apartment was empty and that I had lost my wife, my children and all of it because I didn't deal with pride. Pride wants to strip you of relationships that are going to be essential to not only where you're going, but to who you are going to be, who the Lord wants you to be, who he wants to mold you into the virgin that he has declared you you're going to be to impact nations, to impact communities. But pride will get you to sever those relationships through a spirit of offense, through miscommunication, through misunderstanding. Pride will tell you you're better without them. They're just trying to bring you down. Again, I will, I will, I will, I will. And I'm talking about this thing, not because I'm exempt from it, but because it touched me. I was marked by it. You hear me? I was marked by it. And that's why I'm here talking to you about it. And I thank God that I was able to come out the other side. And still married. Got my wife back. Been married 23 years. My children, we bared more children. We have six all together. But it was only by the grace and miracle of God. And I'm here because I want to help you through my mistakes. So during the next these weeks, I invite you to write these symptoms down and really do an inward search. Sit down in prayer, meditate in God, and begin to, as you're in prayer, begin to think back of arguments, conversations, behaviors, uh, Things you've said, things you've done, the motivation behind what you've done. And see if there's any of these symptoms. And if they are, 
so good that he will show up in time. He will show up in time. Thank God that you're not like King Nebuchadnezzar eating with the beast and looking like one of the beasts because you looked around and said, look at this kingdom that I have built. Thank God that you have not, you're not cast out of the presence of God the way Lucifer was. God is showing up on time. So we're going to end this with a prayer that if these symptoms, if you do have these symptoms of pride, what we're going to do is that we're going to do a prayer of renouncing. And all you got to do is just repeat this prayer. And I believe that the process of deliverance is going to happen in your life. In the name of Jesus. So repeat with me. Say, Lord God, I come before you. Thanking you for your grace and mercy. That you always show up on time. Lord, today, I come before you. Renouncing the spirit of pride in my life. I have identified these symptoms. And you can go ahead and begin to mention those symptoms. Whichever one they are. So Lord, I come before you. And I renounce the spirit of pride in the name of Jesus. And I declare that it leave my mind, that it release my heart, and that it is cast out of my life in the mighty name of Jesus. And I declare and decree that in its place humility fill me. That I understand that I am a son daughter of God and that from this moment on I don't have to do anything to gain my sonship because I already have been declared a son and daughter we thank you in the name of the father of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Woo, God is good. I hope this episode blessed your life. Next week, what we're going to do is that we're going to finish up pride by talking about how, right, because what we want to do is living in freedom every day. So not only how to get free from it, which is what we just did right now, you got the symptoms, we did the prayer of renouncing, but go into your prayer closet 
find somebody that you that you trust somebody that you trust that's a prayer warrior that is somebody that seeks the lord even if you have to do it through zoom video however and say listen i need to do some renouncing i need to be delivered i need you there with me can you pray with me can i confess some things in the prayer in the in the in the presence of god the bible says to confess to each other our sins there is power in confession y'all and i know we want to do everything secret but there is something to confessing in public there just is and biblically speaking there just is i can prove it over and over again pray that prayer together with them get delivered begin to renounce and mention these symptoms of pride next week episode we're going to talk on how to live in freedom from it in other words what do i need to do now to not go back to operating or allowing pride to come back into my life and we're going to finish up with pride and like i said before look out for the upside down uh the spirit realm which is going to be the next level of teaching or or of the podcast that we're going to go into amen so god bless you and I can't wait, man. I'm so excited. I can't wait uh, for next week to see you guys again or to hear you guys again, for you to hear me again. Amen. See you guys next week on how to life, how to live in freedom every day.